Welcome everybody to Edge HQ. Today I'm joined by Dave Keishan is twiddling the knobs. Josh Cohen is not here. Carrie is not here. But don't worry, I'm joined by Jimmy James Eaton and John Robinson. This one's going to be a lot of fun. Hit the music, Dave. Jimmy, John, welcome. John, first off, how are you? <laughs> I'm Dave Duffin, Cedar Ephedrin, brother. So it's just a usual Tuesday for you? Uh, is it Tuesday? This is shit. It's like, well, yeah. Friday, but you know, Yeah, it, it doesn't matter anymore. The days have all blurred in together quite nicely. But well, that's good. Yeah. And go. Jimmy, how are you? I'm good. I'm high in life. High I'm in focused. Life? What are you on? I'm Nando's. Call Bonnie Davies. There's a local WA reference that won't fly anywhere. Thank you. Um, she drinks water as well. Um, I do. I try and emulate Bonnie Davis the name as much of as a I can. Show. We all do. Bonnie Davis um, is a talented Perth comedian for those out there in podcast land. Of course it is. I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm, it's really great to be here. Um, it's nice to actually say in that. Cars are Williamson. In Cars yeah, this, this house well, is amazing. HQ, Edge HQ as it's. Oh, Edge HQ. Known, yeah. Sorry, sorry. For the viewers out there, it's whatever you want it to be, but feel free. And to describe it physically, it's like the house from the young ones. And the bathroom has checkered tiles, but they're all sort of mismashy. It looks like you're on acid, that's but right, you're not. That's right. There was also a uh, quite aggressive hamster that I found with a dodgy Scottish accent, which RPG. reminded me greatly of Alexi Sale. SPG. Yes. SPG, yeah, Special Patrol Group. There's toothpaste in your toilet bowl as well, which says either two things... Uh, someone's got a terrible yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> dysfunction where they pee out toothpaste, or yeah. you've recently had a midget that's tried to brush his teeth and yeah, hasn't been able to reach. Every, I didn't notice the toothpaste. The oh, now, now I'm intrigued how that's. Yeah. Why and is every, there? Why wouldn't you spit it in the basin? We'll find out before this half hour is over. Well, I don't know. And every three, two, or, two or three episodes, Ben Elton just makes a cameo. That's what I always found quite upsetting. Whenever I well, stay at Edge HQ, he just sort of appears and says something about Thatcher and leaves. Yeah, it's like you know, what dude. was that Grange Hill parody in episode three about? No oh. idea. Sad thing is, there's probably more people listening to this podcast than there were to Ben Elton live from Planet Earth. Oh, so, I know, bitchy, but no, no, that's no, why I, we can afford look, to have no, him just look, hanging around. Statements of fact aren't bitchy. Yeah, no, you know, I, I think that's probably quite accurate. How's the Twitter feed going? So far, you know, we have we been canned yet? That was a land speed record. That show. It, well, well, Twitter. I think Twitter drove it. In. I, I think any comedy show needs it needs time to run a bit. Absolutely. I mean, that that one did. Well, have it some had problems. sixty minutes. It had sixty minutes plus. You know, minus I mean, like you guys both done festival the full month run. Mm, no one tweets we, through my. No one gets reviewed, but no one gets reviewed on the opening. The opening week, you knock it in. It's a very different show to the end. And well, unless you're at unless you're at the Edinburgh Fringe, in which case somebody cuts a deal and all the reviewers come on the second night when uh, you don't know the lines. That that tends to work out. But do they tweet through there, going? Oh, no, this bit's no, too, I, oh no, three. Yeah, oh that. no, to back. No, I, no, no. Thank God, thank God. I mean, we we haven't yet reached the point where audience members genuinely think they're watching the television. You know, you're, how long before you reckon shows we start live tweeting during the comedy? Well, actually. Given I work at anime conventions, they do it all the time, mate. Yeah, they do. Uh, they they uh, people yeah, are doing a, it now. Uh, Mick Nevin, a friend of mine, uh, was accepting tweets during his oh, really? show, and yeah, yep. they were they were getting uh, yep. transcribed. Uh, I suppose you would say. Yep, on Mark screen. Watson's done that. He yeah. did that two oh. years ago. Yeah, yeah. that's a thing. It's uh, what uh, multimedia tool can we put into our I've show? I've sat I've sat backstage while emceeing nights and just had a little look see. Yeah. And then you just come out and who are you? At username. Oh, he's got... That's a fun game. <laughs> Track down the tweet. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, John, you've been where have you this year? Most, <laughs> where have you been? Oh, this this year was um, a silly year. I I went to I went to London and then I went to Bratis. No, I went to Central Europe and I did a run through a bunch of places that I can I can't remember the name of, but the the coin is a fish, and they had their own local fascist dictator who, bless his heart, was um deposed about 20 years before I arrived but all of his structures were still up and the first gig we had was in a cinema where the the fascist colour there was brown and all of everything, every surface was this guy's particular brown and it was just this... So that was his favourite colour and people were too scared to question that? Yeah, yeah. I that, love the exactly. brown! Oh, that's that's great. Exactly right, exactly Good right. Point. You know, I mean, it worked for Hitler and then it just descended on, you know. But yeah, anyway, I was in Central Europe. It was in, it, was, it was insane... And the first the first gig was in this bizarre cinema where um, I got I got this which was wonderful. The MC was a guy who was there every month, and the sheer loathing the crowd has for him on, <laughs> at the at the monthly English language comedy night tour was insane. Because what he would do is he would come out and would go, "Here we are tonight in," and he would name the country, and he was from the next country over. And then he would go, "I am from the next country over." That is the last funny thing I will say tonight. And he was right. The crowd <laughs> never laughed at anything he said. Um, the first act who came on was called Vladko, and Vladko was Russian, and Vladko was six foot eight. And Vladko, the first thing he would say is, I look like I kill people. And everyone loved Vladko. Vladko ju- just was wonderful. Well, they have to because they yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. He, that was the whole gimmick. I mean, he, the, he would say, Laugh. I look like I kill people, followed by, I hate you little people. <laughs> and he was just thrilling to watch, right? And then this other guy would get back up and his big joke was he would go, I said 15 minutes, not 15. And the crowd, just nothing. And what I liked was of this five-day European tour, he had the best setup for me coming on stage I'd ever seen. And it was an accident and it was beautiful. He would say, well, um, I have not seen this man perform before. I hope I've seen him on YouTube. I hope that he is good live. He is shit online. (laughs) And then Bang. You, well, then all that has to happen then is you get up on stage and you go, well, thank you. Thank you very much. I hope you're good online because you're shit live. And the crowd would just applaud wildly. And then, of course, you could do really anything you wanted. And that was that. Was that. And I, I was in the UK and then I went all around Australia and I went back out to the UK for Edinburgh Fringe and all that. And no, it was just a really lovely time. And now we're back in Sydney. Here we are! Live! Live. Edge HQ. And I think in Sydney you're going back to Perth, then back to Sydney again. I, I am. I'm going back to Perth, then I go back to Sydney, then I go to Melbourne, then I go to Brisbane, and then I go back to Perth. That and then I go to then for the then for the fourth year in a row I go to Kalgoorlie, which you were you were just there. Jim. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, um, you're, I, you're wish, I wish man. my passport was uh, as as hot uh, and savvy as John's was. No, no, no. I've, your passport's amazing. I don't need a passport. This I just, is the hardest working man in show business. Need thick skin. I've been it's, through Western Australia uh, on one of the worst tours I've ever been on. Uh, well, that, not not crowd wise. Unfortunately, I didn't have. Uh, uh, European man um, giving me uh, no, I know, I know the, I know the man that you had handing you the feces. Yeah, uh, I, a man who uh, just, just well, well, no names would be mentioned. Uh, once turned to me, uh, and this, this is merely seconds after urinating on a fence in plain sight of one and all. I went, I don't, I'm proud. No one knows I've got a fucking arts degree. 
Yes, well. So um, the tour, let's talk about the logistics of the tour. Not, sure, not, well, they're lovely uh, people who yeah, ran the tour, except things like um, organising accommodation uh, in the Pilbara, the Kimberley, uh, you have to do that months in advance with the uh, the mining going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. A, uh, uh, housing is, is... Did you have to get... Um, did you have to actually get permission from the traditional owners of the land, Gina Reinhardt, to tour? Uh, yes, she yes. gave us a pony. A pony. Uh, <laughs> but um, we, they didn't organise A pony or just one so, of her children. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Mum. Um, <laughs> but they didn't organise any accommodation and I've been up through there before mm. and I was like, what? You haven't organised any accommodation? They're like, no, it's fine. We'll sort it out. It'll be fine. No, it won't. So we ended up sleeping in a Winnebago. Uh, four comedians, uh, the lovely Darren Sanders, Mike King and Lindsay Webb all together. Lovely dudes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Spending... These are four very muscular men. I mean, Thank Darren's you. huge. Thank you. I'm one of them. <laughs> no, you are. You're ripped. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Mike, Mike's a solid man. Lindsay's, uh, Lindsay's he's a fair, yeah. 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 Yeah, Lindsay's right. a fair whack. You know, this is a heavyweight of comedy. So you guys like, we Let's just dro- say we all look great with our shirts off. Um, but We've seen the photos. Yeah, we have. you have. I'm um, looking forward to this. Is the calendar coming out? It, it you know, is. Uh, comics of the Pill Barrel. Yeah, the year of shame. Um, <laughs> but So we're sleeping in a Winnebago. And you know how you just need that personal space. We didn't yeah. have that. Uh, we ran out of diesel uh, between what? two towns. Uh, so we had to sleep in a Winnebago uh, in the middle of nowhere. And we ended up having to trade a bottle of wine with an old lady uh, to get some diesel. She's like, oh, you've broken down it. What have you got? So, uh, that. You're kidding! No, she was like, What have you got? We got some red wine. All right, then. Is it good? Yeah, sure. So she gave us some diesel. Bless her, though. I mean, she thought her car would run on it. Yeah, well. (laughs) She's probably still out there. She didn't have a car. She was just carrying diesel. And then she drank the red wine and, shoom, like Roadrunner. But, um, oh, and then the two uh, tour managers had a fight. One of them had a nervous breakdown and just went walkabout. Um, All the gigs were fine. When when did Lord Humongous come out of the dust orb in the distance and say, We are just here for your diesel? Oh, Oh, it was. It was insane. It was. It was really. How long horrible. was the tour? Ten days. But was it ten days? Yeah, it was only ten days. But Christ. we got all the. So basically, uh, like we you started say only ten days, and John's like ten days like forever. But we started. Uh, I conquered down in Europe Perth, in twelve, <laughs> uh, and then we moved our way up through sort of the country towns, uh, through up into Port Hedland. But these guys didn't plug it or anything like that. So they were giving free tickets away. They were coming up to us, going, "Oh, sorry guys, we might not be able to pay you." We were like, "This is horrible." Was it, um, but just, we, just, sorry, Jim, just to speak to scale, okay. Jimmy is talking about travelling through a place. Western Australia is the size of something like 20 Europe's mm. stamped together. Yeah, it's a long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, over the course of 12 days in Europe, okay, I might have been going over borders, but we'd be, you know, going over like pretty much an 80 metre radius, you know, and just you're the same castles area. And, you know, beautiful ruins and different towns. Large people, Nordic women. Yeah, people know. can speak different language, like Nordic, yep, uh, Viking. Yep. Um, yep, this racist. is just, we've got, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm terrible. I'm, if I, I don't, I like all races except those Vikings. Um, well, no, no, fair point, fair yeah. point. You know, that's okay. Don't like their pointy hats. Um, <laughs> no, I love Vikings. If there's any Vikings listening, um, love Love your work. Lars, Love the stuff you did with hands. Yeah. Uh, Ulrich. Ulrich um, yeah. I play a lot of Skyrim. Hey guys, you know, I'm glad that you've climbed down from the world tree. I hope everything's okay. And may you continue until Fenrir the wolf consumes the sun in the sky. And we will all rejoice in Valhalla. But um, so you're seeing beautiful things. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the, that's yeah. the thing, just to put it into context. Yeah, yeah. We travel, we'd see beautiful things. We'd go to Budapest, drink in the ruins of a burnt out building with some students, have a fantastic time. Jimmy is literally talking about Ten days, being... red dirt scrub, red yeah. dirt scrub, it's red insane. dirt scrub. It's Maybe insane. a rock. You might see a rock. A rock? And then you get to a town. There's all these like uh, dead animals on the side of the roads as you drive along. A lot of people say they were hit by accident. Mm. I'm just wondering whether those guys jumped out of boredom. <laughs> yeah. Just because there's nothing to do out there. 
Well, that's the thing. I mean, when, when I've made long trips, you know, you do, you end up going, there's nothing. And then suddenly something's in front of you as well. You know, I just said like, I got, I got my, you know, Cameron Davis. I do. Right. I got, I got Cam because I can't drive. I got Cam to drive me to a gig in the middle of the country. We drive for eight hours. We see nothing. And then a crow just stands in the middle of the road. And we're just going, you know, we could see that crow 200 meters away. We're going, oh, it'll move. No, one of those great country crows. It had never seen a car. It was fascinated. Turned its head. Pow. Wow. Well, yeah. It ironically wasn't familiar with the game Chicken. No, not even remotely. <laughs> Boom. Hello. Ah. Um, but it is, it is amazing that when you're out there in the middle of nowhere and you see stuff like a roadhouse and it becomes just a pillar of civilization, roadhouse. all of a sudden you're like, wow, they have hot pies and People magazine. This is a. From 1978. <laughs> I do not care. It has words that I can read. The pies were from the last people who broke down here and had no diesel <laughs> and no wine to trade. Oh, you can see their bite marks still in the pie. Um, but it, it was horrible. So we got up to Port Hedland. We were supposed to drive back down to Perth, but uh, all the comedians jumped on a plane and got out of there. They, they, um, they escaped. It was horrible. I almost quit stand up comedy, but I, uh, I no, got no. to the other side and uh, I'm, I'm here. You're here. Um, you made it to Sydney? I made it to Sydney. It's. Uh, uh, it's a different no, no. place. Jimmy, Jimmy, keep doing stand-up comedy. Quit going into the middle of a stupid desert that no one should be in. Yeah, I mean the doors. You know, I blame them. They make it look cool. You know. Uh, well, I blame. I blame Jesus. Yeah, Je- yeah, Jesus well, no, goes this, out this, the desert, this, meets the devil, has crazy adventures. I go out there. Well, no, this is you this meet is an old exactly lady who wants happened. wine for gas. You went outside. I, I sit in the Winnebago and no, smell farts. That's it. You went out into the desert. You met the devil. Curiously enough, it's just poor organisation of a comedy tour. <laughs> which, what do you know? Yeah, what do you is, know? Which is that's my all personal Jesus was hell. saying. I'm all for a well organised comedy room, like Comedy on the Edge. Comedy on the Edge. Tuesday nights, the library. But with um, what were the crap? Like the obviously people live out in there. Are they miners or? yeah, just some of them. Any, yeah, any crazy recluses? No, our comedy is all ages. Bam! Um, it's a lot of mining towns. Mines pretty much own uh, northwestern Australia. Yeah. They're, they're out there. Uh, well, they own all I think it stretches a bit further Australia than that. Yeah. yeah they just you can no longer... Here's a fun point. You can no longer book a hotel room in Perth, western Australia because miners flying back in, what they'll do is they'll go, well, I have a ton of money. I'll stay in a hotel for a few days. And of course, people just keep coming in on different shifts, so it's now impossible, and the price is insane. Wow! Because when I went to Perth, I found cheap. I found a really nice. Those cheap days place. are gone. They're gone. That, that was pre-boom. That pre-boom? was pre-boom. Yeah. Wow. That, that was only a couple of years. Because yeah, that I find West Australia very expensive food-wise. Mm. But now, so you're saying the well, we import everything, and you yeah. can't find a place to sleep if unless you own a house, which you don't. Mm. Well, but there were a lot of miners out there. There was also because we were with Mike King, who is obviously from New Zealand. Uh, and oh, obviously Maori. from New Zealand. Um, yeah, yes. of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Name. Look of at course. Mike King. You be are you Japanese? No, uh, you're pretty much Maori. So we were pretty much all taken in by the Maori communities. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, Mike oh, King's very oh, Mike that... King was absolutely huge in New Zealand. Yeah, he had his own TV show. He yeah, was he... like the sponsor for Lamb. Yep, um, yep. He lovely man, a lovely great man. guy to uh, to go out and tour with because he is he doesn't drink, he doesn't uh, do any uh, recreational uh, substances, uh, can, uh, so he can drive uh, all yeah, us perfect heads wherever we want to go. But it was lovely. Like everywhere we went, the local Maori community would invite us over for for barbecues. They'd have like a hungi. Yeah. I um <laughs> beatboxed did with you, some did you Maori help out kids, your you and we rapped. Time. And I've never felt so white. And I think <laughs> I broke hip hop. That day, um, but it was lovely. So that part of the tour was absolutely fantastic. But yeah, but just was, logistics, just 
Yeah. It's horrible. Don't yeah. don't do it. Don't, don't. So if someone says I got a Winnebago and a willing audience, just don't. Yeah, as, as wonderful I, as that recipe for comedy seems, you're gonna create crap scones. It must be the thing with it. Like, did you know? Like, when you did the tour, did you know the distance you were going to travel? Yeah, yeah, I've done it before. Oh. Uh, John uh, mentioned Chris Dooley uh, yep. before, uh, who is uh, an well, he's interesting. A, he's the king. He's the king of a mining paradise. Yes, it's he beautiful. Is. Yeah. You know, we've we, we've both done that. We've both gone out in the Tarago. Yeah, and that's, of time. that's on unsealed roads in a Tarago getting crammed in like sardines. Because I did a tour like recently. I, someone said, do you want to do a gig in Kempsey? And I'm like, sweet. And I thought, now there's Kempsey and then there's Campsey. Campsey mm. is probably an hour from where we are now. Kempsey, as I learned, is seven and a half hours. Yeah. So we did the gig because I was wondering, why are they booking us a hotel room? It doesn't make sense. We were driving for two hours. We hit Newcastle. I'm like, oh, we must be there yet. They're like, no, we've got another five hours. We When we got there, like we had to get there. We got there pretty straight from the car. Now, there was four comics in the car. It was a small car. Those yep. in the front were going, this small car is massive. The two, me and the other guy in the back <laughs> yep, are like, yep. no, it's not. Yeah. And so I can't feel my knees. It was a long way to go now. for a little amount of money. And, and, and for it, one difference yeah. in a vowel. And there were 12 people who loved the show, but... There's a promoter. You guys show. should do this for real. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the promoter's so like, you, you pay, you guys pay way too job? much. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd been out there previously doing mine sites, mm-hmm. which is a completely different thing. Oh, mine sites are an incredible feeling. They, you know, abandon, abandon the nature. Yeah. You know, of what was comedy. Replace, replace. Yeah, it becomes, all of, like, this is my normal voice, but when I go out in a mine, all of a sudden it becomes a bit more like this. You hear yep. down? And everyone wears uh, fluoro vests because yep. they're on a mine. Um, everyone's drinking a lot. Uh, it's open air. It feels like you're at a rave, but you're well, doing stand-up you comedy. Yeah. yeah. One of the most remarkable things I've found is watching guys who come back from the mines and then never quite return from them fully. You know, you'll see someone leave and they have, they have a set that could be described as in its own way, faintly urbane. Right. And then suddenly they come back. Oh, fucking ah! You know, and yeah. it, it's, it's a lovely kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, it, it, it but is. I, I like I liked uh, the first time I went out and I, I went to one of the mine sites and you know and I was sort of going oh yeah okay and there's gourmet food for the miners well lovely. that's great and they are risking life and limb every hour of the day and that's terrific and I went to the gym that they had and I arrived just in time for the girls to go oh yep yeah, we just finished cleaning the spiders and the scorpions out and I just sort of curled into a small ball it's like I need to go back was there blood on the bo- punching bag. Uh, no, no. Although later on, later on, a young guy did try and punch an old guy and that was quite the sight because this young guy just sort of punched him in the side of the head and the old guy didn't even move. He just went, there are video cameras. You have just been fired. And that what? was a nice moment. So that- I love guys like that. They're so manly. I'll never be that manly. No. When I went to my mind site, there was a guy like, it could have yeah, probably yeah. the same dude. Probably the same, yeah. I went into my donger. Well, they're all the same guy. Which yeah. Is a, yeah, the uh, donger. Your accommodation is at, like a box. Well, you, you yeah. went into what you're calling your donger, but was in fact his penis. Yeah, okay, I did. Know. I, I walked man. into his penis. This you're is in my huge. donger. You're, you're in my donger, man. Jimmy. You've got bunk beds in your foreskin. <laughs> but it's, it's these massive oh, shit, squares. Still? Hang on, hang on. I need to get those treated. I was wondering where they went. at least be singles. But yeah, and you go in there and there was a. queen size, am I right? No. Absolutely. But I went. I went through the door and there was just a huge pile of mouse shit on the floor. I hope yeah. I can say shit. Sorry, kid. That's okay. Um, That's okay. And the, the tough guy, I was like, oh, I don't mean to, you know, yeah. complain because all of a sudden you feel like you're at fault, even though there's mouse shit yeah, out there because everyone's so manly. Uh, and I'm a bit of a girly man, even though I might look a bit blokey. I was like, I'm really sorry. Um, I'll take full responsibility for this mouse's feces on the floor, <laughs> but this mouse shit on my floor. And he's like, ah, all right. And just gets over, just scoops it up in his hand, throws it out and goes, there you go. And that's it. That's 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 yeah. the the like the pinnacle of well, housekeeping. It, it comes it comes that moment where you go, oh, this is 
this is everything that I was ever told of, you know, in in Legends of Yore. Here in, yeah. You know, if, if you want to learn about Legends of Yore, go on a mining Well, leg- mining Legends yeah. of Yore in the sense of this is this is masculinity minor chivalry. Ab- absolutely. Know, this is the sort of person who, you know, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to open the door for you, you stupid bitch. You know, but yeah, but the, yeah. Ma- the mouse poo will leave via the hand. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that for you. So if you want to become more like a man, mm. uh, go on a mining tour. Uh, but if you want to question why you're doing comedy, uh, maybe stay away from it. So what you're saying is maybe for all those new comics, is sort of once they've done the year and they think they're invincible, they should yeah, be go out. sit on a yeah, bus. Yeah, go, yeah. go, yeah. go, do the there you, you go headline. You go. Hey, hey, you know what? Take your rape jokes and your little Stuart Lee tribute act, or your you know your Louis C.K. pants, and go have a great time trying to entertain Dazza at the gag. You've just spent 19 hours chiseling away at rock. Yeah. If you come out on the it. other side, you'd be a fame comedian. Guys, I think we've just written season two of I Will Survive. Oh, wow. Know, open mic tour. Let, let's pitch it, Channel 9. We'll send that. Well, let's let's put it this way. Who Here would host go. it? Who would host it? Two weeks before I turned up at a My mine side. I like, Perfect. I like this. You turn up. Halfway through a gig, woman gets bitten by a centipede. Two weeks later, we come back to the same mine side. Oh, we could see how it had healed. It just rotted most of her leg away. I didn't know centipedes. Yeah, oh. centipedes are huge. I thought you were about important. to say bitten. I was like, I was expecting snake. No, no, centipedes. Centipedes, centipedes bite. You probably get quite distracted by how many legs they have, but they do yeah. have a front. Yeah, they do. bit facing you, biting mm. you. So it's a rookie a mistake. Just go, mistake. hang on, is that a millipede I mean, or often, a centipede? Often I'm looking at a horse and I'm going, now, what? which end is it has four legs? Which end mm. is... Is it biting or shitting? Or and a horse will bite you know. too. In fact, most things most will things bite. Will bite. Yeah. Yeah, most things will bite. Yeah, most things will bite. I'm not a bitey sort of person. However, yeah. in kindy, I, got, I bit a <laughs> well, kid they used once. To call, they used to call you Jimmy the Biter Eater. With good reason, John. Well, because um, you were a biter. I was. I, bit, I only bit once, but it was so strong that, <laughs> that rumour and well, legend it, of the biting spread and gave me well, a nickname. Yeah, it did. I mean, it was so strong that literally the, you know, the sheer clamping of your jaws caused a butterfly effect. There was a ripple through history to the point that even as we discuss it now, I feel the slight feeling of one of your incisors. Oh, Whoa. Whoa. Sorry, sorry to the listeners oh, out okay, there. Yeah. The yeah, jaws the of steel. Of here, you know. Wow. I, that was one of the only naughty things I ever did in kindy because I was just playing on the jungle gym, if well, you will. Well, you know, you know, it was if, my name. If you will, and you did. And a kid know. came up to me and went, oh, look out, it's James the, James the Monster, because uh, that's what I was called as a youngster, James. Sorry to confuse you with Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, changed my name, stage. <laughs> uh, and I, James the Monster, and I was always an improviser, and yeah. I thought, I'll get into role. Yes, and uh, that's the first improviser's role, yeah. so I bit him. And you don't block, as he discovered, yeah. you know, yeah. when you bit him. <laughs> he didn't yeah. block. No, he didn't. There was no way to. He sold the effects of the You bite. can't block teeth. And I had to go to bed. I had to go because really? you know, you know how you'd have sleep time at kindy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was at the time. If you said to me now, go to bed. Yeah. That's a great reward. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Back I mean, then, I'll go to bed and bite you while yeah. we're there. I mean, that's that's been my thing for a long time. Not not kinky, kinky though. That would kinky be, Simon. Well, very much so. But uh, that, at the time, going to bed was terrible. Just a kinky Simon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you just say? You said kinky, then some other word. Oh, bed and I'm, I'm just I'm role playing. Kinky Simon. Kinky Simon. Don't your block. Don't block. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and yes, and yes, and. Um. The only other naughty I thing I did is I just sought clarification. Give me an endowment. Um, Kinky <laughs> Simon with a banana. Um, <laughs> what naughty things did you do at school, John? Did you do anything? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I broke a kid's collarbone. Um, oh, I Well, I'll, I'll tell Kindy you. Kindy or? 
Huh? Kindergarten or? Oh, year five. Year five. Um, oh. I mean, because I'll I'll tell people. That's that why I, they call you that... Snaps Ro- Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jono, Jono, assault charge Robinson. <laughs> assault charge. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, I I, t- I used to tell people I was bullied at school because I genuinely believed I, I really really was, and I said that once in front of a guy I went to school with, and he went, "Oh bullshit! We were scared of you," and I've got to go, "Oh," and you realise that half of it was guys who were bullying me. And, some of it was just me, and that's not so. Were you a bully? Um, um, a, a, the kid I broke the collarbone off, probably. Why did you break his? How, how, how? did you? I, well, I just sort of hit him really but hard. Just a karate chop well, to the shoulder. Was, I mean, Were you aiming well, the for the collarbone? Is, just stop or? copying my well, maths. Well, the difference is it become it became this. Okay, I would. I was an Anglican minister's son, and he, here we go with some serious fun, okay? Yeah. And that meant that even... Okay, I, I didn't know until years later that where, where I lived was a really rough place, okay? Mm. But I was raised by a mother and father who spoke like this and watched the ABC, and they had a great time. And while my dad liked to smoke a fag and, you know, and you know listen to the trots and all that, he was still a priest. Mm. And, you know, so everything I did, it was all this British comedy sort of stuff. And so, of course, the minute I went to school and, you know public school in western australia of course you learn the word faggot pretty quickly you know yeah. based on based on that i and learned it because it was sort of thrown in my direction quite a bit yeah well that, that's yeah. how i learned it that's He's, how i learned he, yeah. it I, and and you know my parents would sort of go oh no it just means you have a cigarette you know all this but oh. you eventually or you, you eventually. resemble a group of sticks that's right that you know or you just like yeah. sticks yeah, yeah i burnt yeah, like sticks. yeah and while we're here being the kid who goes i'm not a bundle of sticks just gets you hit really hard yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and what, what would happen is it would just build up you know kids would just kind of have a go i mean i was a slow-witted very polite very gullible kind of a boy who would just sort of go along with anything you told him to do and then I'd be desperately hurt if you hurt me and uh, yeah I just waited about five years and one day I ran into him just on the play thing and he sort of said to me hey fag and I swung my arm and I broke his fucking collarbone and I felt pretty damn good about it that's on a the pretty day. impressive punch. Like, yeah, oh yeah. As in were you aiming for the like? Was no, it just a I blind just, punch, or well, was no, it? What I did was, you know, you know, I'm um, like. Was it precision? We, no, you know, like a GI Joe action figure where you mm. used to pull the arm back and it would just go straight down. Yeah. Yeah, I just swung my arm and bang. Yeah, it was a good, the collarbone. It was that's, a great day. I just got, I just got lucky, and I felt, to be fair to it, I didn't feel particularly bad about it. Uh, did you get all. sent to bed? Uh yeah, yeah. But then I, you know, I was alone, so I, I just, I bit Jim. <laughs> I, I just I bit Jimmy. It was really nice though. I, I, I yeah, but no, there we yeah, go. And well, well, sorry, I've gotten I've gotten. Ex- I, I chipped his collarbone. I didn't break Chip. it. Mm. Calm down, Robertson. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying because like, I'm still, still you know it's been years since you're in year five, and you know the st- you know we're Australian. The stories get bigger. The stories get yeah. bigger. A chip becomes a you know. A, well, a yeah, fracture. it just widens. A chip becomes a fracture, mm. becomes a break. I, I sliced rem- him in half. I hear he had it removed not long after. He's just the boy with no collarbone now. Well, that's I've what they heard call you sliced nev- him in half, and he became never been two able to be a white or a blue. He's unemployed. He can't be a white or well, a blue. Well, actually, hang on. Walker. Here you go. Sorry. Here's something. Here's actually something. Maybe we could cut that because it's not funny. But here's something I did that <laughs> was naughty and good. What? Here we go. It was year eight science. I had to do a presentation on uh, lactic acid in the stomach. Right. Right. My dad had smuggled fireworks back from Bali and we had a thing that would just shoot a jet of flame eight feet high into the air and I wanted to somehow put that into the presentation so I just always a showman yeah it was great so I just kind of went oh so um yeah so lactic acid can tear through your stomach wall much like this firework (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that you could pretty much do that for any presentation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it worked out really well. I mean, it, it scorched a hole in the roof and it covered the first three rows with ash and all the kids. And That is great. A firework is pretty much your get-out-of-jail-free card for any presentation. Oh, Jane was... Austen wrote many books and was very popular. A yeah. lot like this, fireworks. <laughs> at, at that point, Jack, I enjoy La- fireworks. Yeah. Jack Lang was unable to open the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Oh. Meanwhile, boom. <laughs> Yeah, that felt pretty nice. Science must have been hard for the kid to what? follow. Like yeah, the kid oh, who's yeah. after you. Oh, it's terrific. Well, I, I can't follow that. No, no. Lactic acid. Yeah. I haven't got any fireworks. You can Anyone? divulge a small amount of power from a potato. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a volcano using baking soda and food colouring. A lot like John's soda. firework. What a did you get like for the firework? Buttons? Did you get What punishment did you get for that? I got an A. You got oh. an A. I got an A, followed by bless the heart of the bless the heart of the teacher. Went, uh, well, um, I didn't know you were going to do that. Um, well, uh, you should probably leave. That was that was it. Well, the school or just the class? Just the, the classroom. Oh. I mean, that was like you know the subtitles underneath were your. That was quite cool, but because yeah. I'm a teacher, well, and we well, have then, this teacher yeah. student well, relationship. I, 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 I can't. Think, I think looking back on it, the subtitles were sort of like we. You ain't right, and I don't. I what can I punish you for? Because he saw the firework. Oh, so he knew something was going to happen with it. He let it happen. It was a great day. I'm sure it's not the worst thing that's happened in the science room. Oh no, no. I just have a to see you walking out with like the music exit music from the Hulk playing off. Yeah, do, do, I, do. well, I like the idea of me walking out in slow mo while the firework goes off behind me, and oh. I don't flinch. You know, just this, just this whoosh of explosion. I light a small cigarette, you know, and just, leave. I'm Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element. Yeah, that sort of thing. The movie of your life. That's going to be good. Now, you've been almost an internet sensation oh, with the dark. No, 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 no. Almost no, don't... is good. Almost is. All right. Well, I, it's not. You're I'd not. Say, you're, not style, you're not Gangnam style. You're not Gangnam style, but you're not. God, you're not far off it. No, in, I, hit wise, am, hit wise, I'm not a long way away. Darkroom style. Hop. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just say that's very cool. Um, mm. I'm being a uh, Dungeons and Dragons kid uh, as a youngster and playing on the old, you know, IBM before there was any graphics. It, it would be yeah. like you're in a dark room. Well, that, well, that was mm. it. I mean, for I, example, I, yeah, I, I made this thing because I wanted it to be a tribute to um, to the old text adventures I used to play when I was a child, which were just remarkably frustrating. Like and you found a key. What do you do with it? And you, you know, you'd yeah. write swear words for you know. Yeah, and then and sometimes and then the programmers put responses in for the swear words. The one that I liked was the one my mate Tom made which um, had no functionality at all and it was just things like you know you find a key you grow weaker you find a map you grow weaker you find a flask you die and that was it and sounds it, like life yeah, yeah well that that was it but the, the depressing introduction to the reality the, <laughs> yeah and the achievement was getting anything to happen which is exactly like life and the the reason the show like I made this little mm. YouTube game is because I was doing a show um at the Perth Convention Centre, which was really nice. And we managed to... It was at an anime convention I was hosting. We managed to draw a really nice crowd just to watch me do stand-up. And in the middle of it, I went, well, I've got this new bit. you got this new bit, which is me pretending to be a text adventure. And I've I've gone, um, okay, so I'm playing a text adventure, you guys. You're weak to find yourself in a dark room. And 1,600 people immediately went, go north, go west, go... And they all just shouted out the options. Uh, huh? it, was, it was overwhelming. And it destroyed the show. Like, yeah. we, we were stuck in that room with those people for half an hour. And I just went home going, I've got to do something. And yeah, so we made a little YouTube thing. And it's great, though. And, and thanks, what's, what's awesome about it is it's not, it's not a walk in the park mm. at all. It's a walk through an incredibly uh, frustrating dark room. Well, two people I've have died- won out of... 
people, the, the whole video series has had over 4 million hits and two people have made it through. Yeah, I died wow. about 15 times in the first uh, minute of trying. It's yeah. very hard. Well, and very yeah. circular, and but that's what's great about. It. Well, thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we turned it into a live show in Edinburgh. And I, I mean, it, it's it's just it's really nice. It's it's fun. I didn't expect it to be a success in any way because I, I I it was just genuinely desired to make something I wanted, oh, and and it, it made me really happy, you know. And um, you know, Brendan Burns really loved it, and that that made me happy because he was a hero of mine. And of the live show, how many people made it through? Uh, two so far. One two. was well, one was Brendan. And Is one it the was, same guys that played the game online? They're like, we've got to see this live. Well, the guys who the guys who played it online come and they tend to die oh. because it's a different match. It's a different oh. sometimes. And what they do is they've got it, they've got it all sussed, and then they turn up, and then they suddenly go, wait a minute, and it's it's a lovely feeling. So you for those a digital Swifty on them, just a little bit. But yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah so but, for those, how do you access? Whereabouts do you access the dark room? Uh, on YouTube, just, so just, just you- type in the dark room, and the first result you'll see will be my head staring at you malevolently, like I'm going to break your collarbone in year five, you know. Um, With a very impressive amount of eye makeup, but in a good way. Oh, thank you, oh. thank you. Um, and and a lighting a lighting thing done by me sitting on an exercise trampoline and putting a um, no, don't spoil the magic. No, 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 no putting, putting a lava lamp behind my. Oh, computer. now everyone's going to do it. Kids are going to try it. For those, we just this could also be behind the scenes of the dark mm. room. That, How did he? The DVD coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, uh, but yeah. Industrial light and magic. Yes, Get out! We've got really, a trampoline and a, a lamp. So go check out the dark room Thanks, on YouTube, man. and you're also on Twitter, John. You're, I am at what's Robotron. Robotron. R O B B O Tron. So I always read your name as Robotron. I'm yeah, like Robotron. Well, that's, that's the idea. That's so cool. Robo, Robotron. You played Robotron, Jim. Oh, I wish I had. Nah. Okay. And Jimmy, you're on Twitter as well. I sure am. Uh, at Jimmy James Eaton. Jimmy J. Well, gentlemen, thank you guys for coming along. Oh, Dave, for thank you for Mark. twiddling the knobs. It's been a lot Dave. of fun. Thanks, Dave. Another episode of Edge really HQ. Nice Massive thank you for Josh for not being here. Um, the reason Josh isn't here for those for the for the tens and tens of fans of Josh. Hi, tens. He had to work at his. I won't tell where he works, but it's a Mexican restaurant. Um, if you would like to sponsor this show so we could afford to have Josh here and not at a Mexican restaurant, contact us at info at comedyonedge.com and we'll, we'll get some sponsorship details. I'm on Twitter at M underscore W underscore OH. And any more information, check out comedyonedge.com. Make sure to check out John and Jimmy and Dave. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks, Mark. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 